What? what? I did not agree to that. What? Oh, sorry. Hello. <laughs> this is Known Unknowns. The podcast. I'm Harry. I'm Carly. This is and you're episode the, 50. This is the big, our big 50th episode spectacular. 50th episode That's spectacular. half a century worth of episodes. Yeah. If you listen to one a year. Yeah. Which is how say. I recommend you consume this podcast. No, stop. No? No. It's actually not a big spectacular. We didn't do anything special. Yeah, so we, I forgot sucks. it was going to be the 50th episode. I Last week when we were putting that up, I realized, oh, the next episode is going to be 50. We yeah. should uh, do something significant. But then I forgot about it. Yeah, me too. As usual. Until just before we started recording. Yeah. Carly reminded me. Yep. It's the 50th episode spectacular. What are some of your uh, what are some of your favorite memories from the first 50 episodes of our this podcast, Carly? Mm, I don't know. You? <laughs> what do you think? I don't know. Um we had we we had some good times. Oh, okay. Um remember uh what are some good what are some good things that have happened we used to we, we we interviewed some people yeah that those were fun we should do that again yeah um we uh gosh i'm uh we, i liked we, the jeffrey epstein episode you liked, okay well, yeah do, we should we need to do another one of those yeah we, we say a lot of things that we need to do and that we're going to do and then we never do them yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know. That's that's uh that's one of my favorite things about this podcast. <laughs> all the thing all the commitments we've made yeah. that we never held up. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. <sighs> good times. Good times. Good times. Um, have anything fun to talk about this week? Um, I am disappointed that we probably aren't gonna get to go hiking tomorrow since <sighs> the weather's gonna be bad. Yeah, I know, that makes me really sad. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's unfortunate. Um, uh, was there any like big news and weird stuff this week? In weird stuff? Yeah, I don't know. No, I don't think so. Weird news today. Uh, the last episode we did had uh Ruth died. Who? Ruth. Ruth. Uh, uh the of Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. No. No. Or the the notorious Ruth's Chris of Steakhouse. <laughs> you know the big upset of R. the week R. or whatever. R.I.P. Doctor Ruth. Okay. <laughs> no, but really, had she died yet? Yes, yes. We, last we mentioned week? it last week on the pod. What what do you have? Do you have more you want to talk about it? No, it's already <laughs> been a week. Yeah. Oh wow. I know. I mean, it feels like just yesterday. We were hanging out. We were uh, smoking a J up on the roof together. That's, that's not what was happening at all. <laughs> me and me and old Ruthie. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh huh. Okay. She ta- talking about our dreams and all the places we were gonna go, all of our big plans, and she's <laughs> never gonna get to. She's never gonna get to climb that mountain. Who's never the one? To, who, who's the one who's gonna replace her? Uh, Amy, Amy Coney Co- Barrett. Barrett. Yeah, I watched her. Um, ACB. I I watched her speak after he nominated her or whatever. Oh yeah, that yeah, and she's today. like, I have a family of nine, and I'm like, you have seven kids. Yeah. 
because she's like a weird culty Catholic kind of person, right? Yeah, she, and, yeah, she's. Uh, but she's like, this... I'm used to being in a group of not. Did you watch it at all or hear no. any highlights? I did. No. <laughs> I watched it at work the other day, just because I didn't know who she was. Uh-huh. So I'm like, what? So I watched her talk, and she's like, I'm used to being in a group of nine. My family, me. <laughs> My husband, and then she named like seven children, and I was like, what? "Oh man, <laughs> what is this? who would who would want who would ever want something like that?" <laughs> she yeah, she she belongs to this weird like organization where like the the women are like supposed to be like always you know treat treat all the men as like their their betters and masters. It's called uh, the Catholic Church. But um. I thought you said she was in like a culty yeah, thing. Yeah, there's, there's like a special, uh, what's it called? Uh, it's like people of praise or something. It's like a, oh. it's like a, I mean, it's like an actual like, yeah, culty little type of thing. I don't know exactly what it is, but yeah. Weird. Yeah, she's I weird. I was surprised he picked a woman. Not that it makes I mean, any difference, <laughs> but I was just surprised. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know. It's uh, when you reduce everything to identity politics. I don't know. It uh, you know, this kind of thing. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. I just remember as soon as she died, everyone was like, "Hey, everyone, it's so important to vote." And I'm like, "What the fuck is that gonna do?" <laughs> yeah, I know. We have no say in who gets replaced. <laughs> and then it's like, everyone vote, and I'm like, "But." <laughs> We yeah, all gonna know re- he's going to replace her in like two weeks. Mm-hmm. The, don't the hearings for her uh, nomination, they start October 12th or something. I, I, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, duh. Yeah. <laughs> I was just really mad that everyone was saying that. And I'm like, what? But I know. What does voting have to do with? Picking a new, I just, it was, it was super dumb. Yeah. It was like, okay. Mm -hmm. The amount of like Biden flags I've seen, like Biden 2020 flags, I've seen a few of those now waving on people's houses. Yeah. 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 It just really grosses me out. I'm like, (laughs) ew. Like, I get it. We all want to get Trump out of office. I understand. He's obviously the better of the two. I'm not saying like, I'll be equally as mad. Right. You know, sure. I yeah. feel like I should put that out there. I won't be equally as upset. Yeah. You know, they're both bad, but one is much worse. One is yes, Obviously I should much say worse. that. But I still think it's gross. Who would be enthusiastic about that? Yeah, I know. Just saying. I get yeah. <laughs> I'm not voting for him. I mean, you have to like, you have to like, they're you know, I don't know. You have to like trick yourself into like being enthusiastic about him because that's how you like, you know, other people aren't going to want to vote for somebody who you're not enthusiastic about voting for. Yeah, I know. So, you know, yeah. it, it's depressing, but at least it's in like what the election is in like 37 days or something. That sounds about right. Yeah, I. I just, I was, when I saw that today, I was like, wow, that's so soon. Hasn't early voted, early voting started yet? Yeah, no, I'll vote tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's something to do. Yeah, I think I'm going to vote tomorrow just so I can get it over with. Um, anyway, what's new in spooky news? Did you look anything up? Um, 
Not really. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at the odd news page on a UPI. Uh, store sells two jackpot winning lottery tickets in two weeks. Wow. Yeah. Rigged. Um, women get wedding dresses back 31 years after mix-up. What? <laughs> Who knows? Oh, uh, okay. I'm not going to look into it further. 84-year-old okay. Korean war veteran presented with high school diploma. Okay. Turkey crashes through window into Virginia home. <laughs> that's Hell some good yeah. news. That's I the like one that. I wanted. <laughs> no. That's the, that's the real that's the real uh, hotness. Okay. Uh, All right. Do we want to get into our topics? Yeah. All right. Well, it's you first this week. Man, a man reunited with hurricane blown photo of late wife. What? Uh, sorry, I was just looking at more news. Is that your topic for this week, Harry? Mm, no, it's not. Watch, man skips rope 147 times in 30 seconds while wearing skates. All right, I'll get off of that. Okay. Right. Okay. So. Go. The city of Fruta, Colorado was incorporated in the year. Fruta? Yeah. <laughs> F-R-U-I-T-A. Fruta. In the year 1894. I had a smoothie yesterday. A fruta smoothie? <laughs> yeah, I had a fruta smoothie. I've been thinking about smoothies a lot lately. What, what, what's your, uh, what, what kind of smoothies do you like? I don't like smoothies. Oh. But I liked this smoothie. What you like I don't like it? smoothies with yogurt in it because I don't like yogurt. Ah, this like... one just had berries. It had oats in it, which Ooh. I liked. It was blended up oats, so it gave it some texture and some warmth to it you know what i'm saying to a cold smoothie and like ice Mm. and then it had blue gatorade in it (laughs) cool i got it from the tropical smoothie cafe (laughs) all right and it was good it was good i kind of want to do that daily harvest expensive uh meal thingy that just will send you frozen smoothie cups and then you can just throw it in the freezer and and then Mm -hmm. you can blend it but you don't like smoothies yeah, I do. I like that smoothie. That one doesn't involve yogurt. Oh, they doesn't? just send you like frozen. It's a cup of right. like frozen ingredients. And not a lot of them have frozen in the ingredients. No, no. It's like just like fruit. Uh, sometimes like chickpeas and like cauliflower, which is strange. But also just sometimes like fruit, oats, and then like vegetables to make a smoothie. And then you can add. So you freeze it. You don't have to add ice, so then you add liquid of your choice, like milk or water, and blend it into a smoothie. I see. Anyway, okay. you can continue. Sounds, sounds good. Sounds okay. interesting. I'm not a I'm not a smoothie drinker myself. Yeah, you don't uh, like fruit. Yeah, I like some fruits. I like, I like apples. Fruit. I like grapes. I like um, uh, oranges. Make it into a smoothie. No thanks. All right. Just keep going, sorry. It was originally inhabited by the Ute people, um, who were, of course, evicted by white settlers moving in to plant orchards and turn to place the area into a fruit-growing center. Um, In 1900, uh, the town had its first brush with fame when Elmer Riggs, paleontologist from the Field Museum in Chicago, discovered the first known brachiosaurus skeleton. Um, Then the next year, Riggs found two-thirds of a fossilized brontosaurus. Uh, in the 1970s and 80s, fossils of the Frutidens, um, the smallest known herbivorous 
dinosaur were found near the town, and in 2005, paleontologists discovered the fruit, uh, fossor, a small <laughs> mammal which was alive during the Jurassic period that had a lifestyle similar to that of an armadillo. Cute. But they are not related. Hmm. Anyway, so. I love dinosaurs. I know, me too. Okay. They're cool. Yeah. But as important as these partial dinosaurs would become to our culture and our understanding of the world, um, what I would call Fruta's most significant contribution to society um, is actually a, a direct descendant of the dinosaurs, a partial bird. Um, Mike the Headless Chicken, to be precise. <laughs> what? <laughs> Mike Chicken? The... Yeah. Were Mike... chickens alive in dinosaur age? Uh, no, but... Uh, this one was. Chicken, or birds, are descended from dinosaurs. So this chicken existed in dinosaur... Anyway, no, this particular chicken, um... Tell me about Mike the... Mike... Mike the Headless Chicken? Mike the Headless Chicken. It's cute. September 10th, 1945, uh -huh. Clara and Lloyd Olson were preparing to have Clara's mother over that night for dinner. Mm -hmm. um, the main course was to be chicken. Chicky! Uh, so the Olsons had the perfect one out in the coop, a two-and-a-half-pound Wyandotte rooster. Uh, Lloyd brought his axe out to the yard and positioned the bird <laughs> on a chopping block. Uh, his mother-in-law was an especially good fan of roast uh, chicken neck. Uh, so he made every attempt uh, to keep as much of that part of the bird intact as he could. Ew. Um, he brought the axe down and chopped off its head. Uh, so normally, after being beheaded, a chicken's spinal cord, like, sh short circuits and will start, like, firing it off randomly. Around. Yeah, and they'll, like, reel around and run around for, like, you know, up a few minutes, up to, like, 15 minutes at the most. So creepy. <laughs> um, um, and... This is, and Mike, that's what Mike did, uh, except uh, instead of, at the end, dying after a couple of minutes, uh, he just sort of, like, settled down and, like, started preening his feathers, and he tried to pack at the brown what? ground and perched on a little perch. That's so cute. Mike! <laughs> Chicky! Uh, yeah, uh, he, he tried to crow a little bit, though he could only make, like, a little gurgling sound Poor <laughs> guy um so uh lloyd just uh, left mike alone for the night i guess <laughs> apparently what'd they do for dinner i don't know i could that i i was wondering that too and i never it was never mentioned in the other uh in any of my research what hmm. they nothing maybe they ate they a different chicken hungry. i guess yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah. Um, anyway. So the, the, when he came back the next morning, he found Mike asleep with, um, the space where his head used to be, uh, tucked under his arm. <gasps> He'd normally sleep with his head, like, tucked Aww. under his wing. But he, uh, he Mike. was trying to do that. <laughs> um, uh, he fed Mike with an eyedropper, uh. So like, he just kept feeding Mike? He didn't try to kill him again? No, he didn't. He'd say he admired Mike's will to live. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Uh, he gave him a solution of milk and water that he dripped right into his esophagus. Oh, my his God. His throat hole. Um, along with the occasional small corn kernel or worm. Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> uh, he kept his head in a jar of some preservative. 
Okay. <laughs> this um, is weird. So that after after about a week of showing him off to all neighbors and stuff, um, uh, Lloyd took Mike down to Salt Lake City, 250 miles away, where he was examined by a scientist at the University of Utah. Mm-hmm. Wait, um, what year was this? 1945. Okay. Uh, uh, it was determined that the axe blow had missed the jugular vein and a clot had prevented Mike from bleeding out. Um, and he was able to continue going about his chicken and chickenly business. What about a brain? Um, well, because um, gonna get so to he it. cut <laughs> off one ear and most he he cut off most of the head, but one ear and most of the brain stem remained in in, in his head. And so, like, that's oh where my. most of his, like, basic motor functions, like, you know, breathing, heart rate, like, re- reflexes, digestion, that kind of stuff is processed. Describe my face right now. <laughs> Very um, amazed, shocked, huh. w- wide open. This is amazing. Uh, these, um, <laughs> um, yeah, and, and he could walk around because... Um, birds have like a unique like balance organ system, whereas like you humans we we like keep balance with our inner ear, which is in our head. But birds, they like have they have one like balance organ in their head, which like uh, keeps them balanced when they're flying, and then okay. in their like pelvic area they have another balance organ you know what that makes sense the lumbar uh, something um i buy it and that's what like keeps them you know that controls their walking locomotion mm-hmm. huh. um so uh anyway a bird continuing to live its life without a head was a pretty big deal and it caught yeah. the attention of one hb wade a sideshow promoter um, who convinced Clara and Lloyd to take Mike on the road to exhibit alongside other oddities, like you know, a yeah. two-headed calf or a bearded lady and a five-legged dog. And like stuff. a yeah, like a circus. Yeah, a circus like sideshow kind of thing, mm-hmm. where for um, the price of t- twenty-five cents, uh, one would get to see Mike the headless chicken in all his glory. I want to um, see Mike the Headless Chicken. Do, do, do you want to see pictures of him? Oh, my God. I mean, it just looks like a yeah. chicken without a head. I want to see Mike the Headless Chicken. <laughs> oh, my God. He's actually just headless. Yeah. He just has. I love him. <laughs> I love Mike. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um. And so at the height of his popularity... Well, he he was exhibit all. I didn't cr- think he was real. I thought no. they were gonna be like, "This is just kind of a folk tale." No, he's real. He's, he's a real. real. He's a real chicken. Oh my gosh! Uh, he they traveled all over from like San Diego <laughs> to Chicago uh. to New York, Florida, Atlantic City, Atlanta, Texas, Los Angeles. All because his wife liked uh, his... boiled <laughs> chicken neck or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they give his mother-in-law the good chicken neck. Oh, not the wife. Yeah, okay, the mother-in-law. But at the pi- at the height of his popularity, he was earning his owners uh, forty-five hundred dollars a month, uh, which would be like fifty-one thousand dollars in today's dollars. Yeah, I was like, that's a lot of money. <laughs> um, uh, he was valued at ten thousand dollars and insured for the same amount. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Mike appeared in numerous magazines, including Time and Life. 
Uh, he was awarded a Guinness World Record and apparently lived quite healthily, all things considered. Uh, oh my he grew from two and a half pounds uh, up to eight. No even. one ever ate him, did they? No. I, That's I don't good. Think so. uh, Olsen bad. praised Mike, saying that he was, quote, a robust, a robust chicken, a fine <laughs> specimen of a chicken, except for not having a head. A robust chicken. He is a robust chicken. What a cutie. Yeah. Except for not having a head. <laughs> Sadly, uh, the good no. times could only last so long. No. On March 17th, 1947, Mike was staying in a hotel room, or in a motel room, with the Olsons while on tour in Phoenix, Arizona. Mm-hmm. Uh, that night, he began to choke. <gasps> Why? Um, to their horror, they realized that they had accidentally left behind the uh, eyedroppers and syringes um, oh. that they used to feed and clean him his throat hole uh, behind at their last uh, side show. So they had to like, yeah, they had to clean so, out like his yeah, throat Yeah, they had to like syringe like mucus out of it and stuff. Oh no, Mike. So Mike passed away at the age of 23 months. Uh, 18 of those spent without a head. <laughs> I'm sorry. That makes me so sad. I'm really attached to this chicken. I know. Apparently, um, the... Uh, uh, Lloyd Olson, his owner, um, for a long time, he uh, he just said that he had sold him um, because, of, he and he never until like the last few years of his life is when he admitted he that, that he killed his he chicken accidentally let him die because um, he was, I guess, just ashamed or embarrassed of it. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. But it's just because they forgot his syringe, mm-hmm. right? yeah, like, dropper or whatever. Yeah. So, uh, today, Why couldn't they just go buy a new one? I, I guess, well, I mean, it was in 1945. They didn't have, like, stores open late at night and stuff. I don't know. They didn't have time. Right. I don't know. I don't know why. Today, the city of Fruta pays tribute to her most beloved son <laughs> with the annual Mike the Headless Chicken Day. No! Uh, in the third weekend of every May, including such events as the 5K Run Like a Headless Chicken Race, Egg toss, chicken bingo, and pin the head on the chicken. That's funny. Pin the head on the chicken. <laughs> oh, that's really good. Yeah. That was the such end. a good story. <laughs> Whoa. I know. That was amazing. He's a, he's a good boy, Mike. Mike that's the a... headless chicken. <gasps> Do you think we can post this picture without a... Sure. Without a... um. No, without a trigger warning. <laughs> what? Yeah, why not? Some vegetarians might be really upset by this. I, we're just, we, we didn't cut his head off. I don't, I mean, do you, th- I guess. That's so funny. I, want, I don't, I mean, it doesn't seem like he was just in a lot of pain from what I read. I wonder if he like could have felt anything after then. I hope or, not. Yeah, I hope not too. that is so weird yeah they're just feeding him with a little dropper Mm -hmm. that's so funny (laughs) oh yeah there he is with his head by his feet (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) i'd pay 25 cents i would how much is that today uh, I don't know. Yeah, you gotta if, look okay. those things well, up. Fifty-one thousand, forty-five hundred. No, just do the real. 000. No, no, no. Just Google it. All right. Um, twenty-five cents. No, wait. <laughs> uh. See, you should have done this before. Just stop. Okay. 
just okay it's fine i don't care anymore i've lost I interest know, like a dollar yeah that's dollars. not helping yeah not helpful right. i'm gonna go now mine's really like light-hearted and stuff too what are you doing i'm trying to figure out how much 25 cents would be in today money no um it would be like okay harry this is why this isn't interesting because it's just silent be like three dollars. Anyway, mine is about the um, glitter conspiracy of 2018. Oh, the glitter conspiracy of 2018? Yeah, that's when it came to light. That's okay. 2018 is the when the story cons- broke. The glitter conspiracy. Yeah, so they're both fun I and like lighthearted. I wonder if I have heard this of week. this. I don't think so. I don't think I was aware of this when it was going on. All right. Well, are you ready? Yeah. My sources are from uh, a New York Times article by Katie Weaver, who like broke the story because she's the one who um, visited the glitter factory. Okay. Um, and then an article on Slate.com. And then I got uh, from some online sleuthers on Reddit. Lots of Reddit. That's where the conspiracies kind of started. Okay. I guess. Well, no, the article, but the the um, guesses and speculations came from Reddit and Twitter. Got it. So Interesting. We I, are... Okay, what? Nothing, nothing. Ready? I, I'm ready to I'm hear sorry. about it. We are drawn to shiny things in the same way our ancestors were overcome by a compulsion... Compulsion? Mm-hmm. To forage for honey, a theory that has found favor among research psychologists, supported in part by a study that monitored babies' enthusiasm for licking plates with glossy finishes. Oh, what? Oh, so that—that's why they think we like shiny things. Is and it... Uh, it is is that our attraction to sparkle is derived from an innate need to seek out fresh water. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Water and sweet stuff, huh? And honey. And honey. Yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah, I, we're we're like we're like we're like crows, uh, another kind of bird. They like, I mean, various kinds of birds like shiny stuff, but I think crows in particular, right? Hmm. Yeah, I think so. All right, the tiny, shiny, decorative particles of glitter we are familiar with today are popularly believed to have originated on a farm in New Jersey in the 1930s. When a German immigrant invented a machine to cut scrap metal into extremely small pieces. Interesting. I never thought about glitter being invented. Yeah, I know. Exactly. I thought it was just like a thing that happened. But no, it's actually very much invented. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, He did not begin filing patents for machines that cut foil into what he called silvers Mm. until 1961, though. Mm. So most of the glitter that is in Americans... And in America's name brand products is made in one of two places. Well, no. Yes. There's two two factories. Really? Both in New Jersey. Huh. Mm-hmm. Two factories that uh, are the main glitter supplier in America. <laughs> both of them are in New Jersey. <laughs> Isn't this weird? It is. Already? It's just kind of weird to hear about. Also, you're not going to hear about the process to make glitter because... I cut it out because it was long and boring, but it's very actually difficult and like. Sure. Yeah, you gotta. Very scientific. Cut like to get the colors and the 
Like, do you want holographic? Do you not want holographic? Do you need certain colors? Do you have to layer things on top of it? Like, it's actually crazy. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Huh. Um, so go to that article from <laughs> the New York Times if you want to read more about the process of glitter making. Okay. Um, so... I kind of do want to... I wonder if there's like I a... think you'd be interested in it, but I didn't want to read it. There's a lot of big words I can't pronounce or understand. I wonder if there's like a how it's made episode on glitter. I doubt it. No? It's, I doubt is it, it like really like secretive or something? Yeah. So yeah. the first place Katie Weaver contacted the rumored farm site of the glitters of glitter's invention, so oh. the farm in New Jersey, okay. refused to answer any of her questions. Quote, we are a very private company. Ooh. A representative said via email. Hmm. Weird, right? Interesting. The second one she reached out to in New Jersey is GlitterX. Okay. GlitterX was founded in 1963. Babu Shetty, 69, joined the company as president and CEO in 1999, though he had been working to develop some of its glitter products since the 1970s. Uh... When he came to the U.S. from Mumbai to earn an advanced degree, his Ph.D. is in polymer science and engineering. <laughs> yeah. And now he makes glitter. Well, I mean, it sounds like glitter is, like, pretty, like, complex. It and is. Stuff. If you read it, he, he explains the process of making glitter, like, what uh -huh. kind of uh, crazy things are involved. Right. But... Yeah, so he explains that man. I should have I should have just pulled it up because nah, it's actually okay. kind of interesting. You wouldn't be. It was really. I was like, ooh, this is interesting. And then I was like, actually, no, this is really long and boring. Everyone else should just look it up. Okay. It wouldn't be fun. I think you kind of get that it would be difficult from this guy who has a PhD in polymer science and engineering. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. He also did not want Weaver to visit his glitter factory. I guess if you're one of, I mean, it sounds like it's, if you're one of like two companies that makes it, you probably don't want other companies getting in there and find, learning how to make glitter. Yeah. So Mr. Shetty told her over the phone that people have no idea of the scientific knowledge required to produce glitter. <laughs> or maybe this, these guys are like just bullshitting to like you know, justify their big wages that they paid. <laughs> or it's really just, they're, they're, they've just got a few people in there with like scissors <laughs> and like some spray paint. And <laughs> Oh, that's actually really funny. Okay, 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 hang on. So <laughs> that Glitterex's glitter making technology is some of the most advanced in the world. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just right. Just picturing people with scissors and spray paint now. <laughs> um... That people don't believe how complicated it is that he would not allow her to see glitter being made. He would not allow her to hear glitter being made and that she could not even be in the <laughs> same wait that he that she could not even be in the same wing of the building as the room in which glitter was being made under any circumstance. <laughs> he can't even be. In... He even said you cannot hear the glitter being made. <laughs> You cannot wow. see it, you can't hear it, and you can't even be in the same wing as it happened. Oh man, thou shalt not gaze upon the forbidden <laughs> sparklies. But isn't it weird that like both companies were like, no. That is You can't no. Yeah. We are a very private company. 
but also it's glitter. I know. <laughs> Just think about two-year-olds putting it on popsicle sticks. I'm guessing it's because the way that glitter is made. My, my guess right now, from what I know so far, is that the way in which glitter is made or something about the manufacturing process is very, very environmentally harmful, and they do not want people to know that. <laughs> Later in the article... Mr. Shetty or whatever admits that it is very bad for the environment. Like glitter is no doubt extremely harmful to the environment because it doesn't, it's not bio, biodegradable. Right. So, but then he said, but also we have bigger fish to fry in the world. So it's no big deal. Hmm. That's what he said. But he, so he admitted, he's like, yeah, it's really unsafe for the environment. Like the whatever. glitter itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it is actually. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm sure. Um, little little metal bits that, yeah, that can't be good for anybody. Yeah, uh, that even GlitterX's clients are not permitted to see their glitter being made. That he would not reveal the identities of GlitterX's clients, which include some of the largest multinational corporations in the world. <laughs> Eventually, one did consent to be named, which was Revlon. Okay, uh, and that. Fine. She was welcome to come down to GlitterX headquarters to learn more about what she could not learn about in person. So he was like, fine, you uh -huh. can come, but you can stay in one little room and not, I won't tell you anything. <laughs> um, so the Glitter Factory is located in a beige business park a short walk from the office of a company that makes sidewalks for airports and a <laughs> nut plant. Very cool. Inside the Glitter X vestibule, a vestib vestibule, mm -hmm. a glass display case burst with glitter suffused, suffused, glitter mm -hmm. suffused products that Weaver agreed not even to describe, even vaguely. What? <laughs> well, okay. But she kind of did. She mentioned its existence. Yeah. She wasn't she allowed can't... to describe it, even vaguely. <laughs> I think you you may not describe the glitter. You may describe the glitter. Cannot, no, not even like the it was the glitter display case or whatever, like a glitter thing. <laughs> <laughs> so you can come to our factory for your article, but you may you, not see it, not, hear it, smell it, <laughs> and you may not describe. You it. may not describe the sparkles. <laughs> this is so funny. It's just so good. Okay, craft glitter is the thickest. So this is when I skipped all of uh, the Shetty's um, description of how it's made because it's a lot of scientific the, stuff that I don't care about. Because it is forbidden knowledge and somebody told you not to tell us about it. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Craft glitter is the thickest and least technologically... Were you threatened, Carly? Harry? Was the least technologically advanced. To remove it, Mr. Shetty recommends soap and water or fabric softener sheets to combat the plastic static cling. The finest cosmetic glitter is used in products designed for lips. It's impossible to recreate the light-catching effect of glitter without using tiny particles of something, which means that if an object looks glittery upon close inspection, a credit card design, an NFL helmet, a jet ski paint job, there are good odds that it contains glitter. Researchers and zookeepers sometimes mix glitter with a with animal feed to track animals such as polar bears, elephants, and domestic cats via sparkly feces. Oh, huh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. 
That's cool. Plywood manufacturers insert hidden layers of colored glitter in their products to prevent counterfeiting mm. because glitter is difficult to remove completely from an area into which it has been introduced and because individual varieties can be distinguished under a microscope. It can serve as useful crime scene, scene evidence. Years ago, the FBI contacted GlitterX to catalog samples of its products. Hmm. So it's funny, they can share that F the FBI contacted them in some super secret case, blah, blah, yeah. blah, but you can't look at our glitter. <laughs> um, the average American, said Mr. Shetty, sees glitter every day, most of it hexagonal. Okay. <laughs> the tiniest glitter GlitterX makes is 50 by 75 microns. A micron is one thousandth of a millimeter. The minimum order size the company will fill is enough to supply sparkle to half a million bottles of nail polish. By Mr. Shetty's estimation, 10 pounds. That's their minimum 10 order. Pounds of 10 pounds of glitter. Prices vary depending on particle size, the formulations, and combinations of polymers involved. But at the upper end, a 10-pound plastic bag of glitter costs about $1,000. The company offers over 10,000 varieties of glitter. I kind of assumed it would be more Me than that. Me too! Me too! I really from, did too. From how much they build up how difficult it is to make and stuff. Yeah. So what's with the secrecy? That's a, 10 pounds of glitter. That's a that's a ton of glitter. I know. That's. Mm -hmm. Did GlitterX worry a weaver would describe its equipment so accurately that readers might construct their own machines to manufacture their own glitter in bulk quantities? Yes. Mr. Shetty said that, trade secrets aside, confidentiality is a top-down requirement from clients. Companies do not want others in their industry to know what glitters are in their products hmm. to prevent competitors from making identical form formulations. I can see that. Mm -hmm. Some people just speculate it's probably all the NDAs, non-disclosure agreements, but mm -hmm. things get weirder. Things get weirder? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you didn't... Yeah. So that was already weird, right? Yeah. Things get weirder. Weaver... When Weaver asked Miss Dyer... Which is the per one of the people giving her the tour of the the okay. tour in mm -hmm. quotations, whatever, because um, what is she seeing? Right, um, <laughs> tour of the hallway. Yeah, apparently she got to see some buckets of glitter, oh. like like a rack of like each kind of glitter they sell or she whatever. Was to gaze upon the forbidden plastic bits. Yeah, and they told her that silver is by far the most popular. And sold glitter. So they told Makes her sense. that. Uh -huh. And they like let her feel like different colors of glitter sheets because you can't tell the difference in thickness just by touch or like weight. Mm -hmm. But there's a big thickness difference. The thickness has to do with what shade you want or whatever. Oh. I don't know. Interesting. So when Weaver asked Ms. Dyer if she could tell her which industry, just industry, served as Glitter X's biggest market. Her answer was instant. No, I absolutely know that I can't. <laughs> but you know what it is? Weaver asked. Oh, God, yes, she said and laughed. And you would never guess it. Let's oh. just leave it at that. Weaver. Oh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Weaver asked if she could tell her why she couldn't tell right. her. And she said, because they don't want anyone to know it's glitter. What? Uh-huh, uh-huh. 
Uh, so then Weaver said, if I looked at it, I wouldn't know it was glitter. No, not really. Would I be able to see the glitter? Oh, you'd be able to see something, but it's... Yeah, I can't. Uh-huh. Curious. Weaver asked if she could tell her off the record. She would not. She asked if she would tell her off the record after this piece was published. She would not. <laughs> wow. That gets weirder, right? right. Okay. Is it... Oh, man. And this is when the conspiracy theories come in as to who is the biggest, like, um, buyer of glitter. All right. Who is the biggest industry? Uh, I mean... Because uh, it has to be something no one... You wouldn't right. dare tell anyone glitter was in. Right. And you might... You probably wouldn't see the glitter in it. But why would you be using glitter if you couldn't okay. see the glitter? I'm Okay. my two. I have two guesses right now. I'm thinking... Yeah, I guess. My, my first impulse is defense, like weapons manufacturing and stuff, or something like the yeah, defense Yeah, some industry. people think that too. Or um, I'm thinking like bottled water or something. That's interesting. I didn't think that's Very, not I, in the theories, but that's a good one. Like extremely fine glitter that you don't notice. Uh, a lot of people think it's a food-related thing, like a, yeah, that's like my something guess. you consume, which would be extremely like unsafe because yeah. that's plastic. Uh, it, most ooh. glitter, I don't think there's any glitter out there that's like food edible, edible like that's like, healthy for you, that's uh -huh. actually going to digest. Right. There's like food-safe mm -hmm. glitter that you can consume but you're not really supposed to right which would mean there's a huge conspiracy going on with uh like who's the people that regulate food the fda the fda mm -hmm. and like you have to think about all of those things yeah which is like crazy I but guess, a lot of people think right. it's something food related. so yeah i'm thinking like fast food or something or just any food i, I guess Mm -hmm. So let's get into some theories. The, my first uh, bit of theories are like theories with that I found in articles that are pretty well um, explained. Okay. And then I just have some like random like Reddit theories that okay. I don't really have explanations for that people are just kind of like, who maybe it's this, maybe it's this, maybe it's this. Right. So I have a lot to go through, mm -hmm. and they're in they're all interesting to me. Got it. So the first one is fighter jets. Yeah, that's a good one. Most military aircraft are equipped with tubes or chaff? Millions of tiny aluminum or zinc-coated fibers to boggle radar-guided missiles and tracking systems. Did someone say aluminum-coated fibers? According to an October Pentagon report, there's only one remaining supplier of chaff to the Department of Defense. Esterline Defense Technologies, which manufactures the stuff in North Carolina under the subsidiary ar subsidiary subs uh, whatever Armtech. Unfortunately, Armtech says its ch chaff chaff is made from metallized glass fibers. Hmm. Yeah, but they wouldn't tell. They wouldn't tell. They wouldn't that. tell if it was clear. So that's interesting, right? Yeah. For like radar detection or like yeah. Stealthy mm -hmm. missions, stealth, stealth stuff. Yeah, that's that's a that's that's a good one. Don't that's look a, at them. Sorry, you're that's looking a, at them. Sorry, I I shouldn't. I just want to know. The next one, I know. The next one is spacecrafts. Okay. 
The gold and silver sheets you often see on NASA equipment protect spacecraft from the temperature extremes of outer space. Mm -hmm. They are aluminized polyamides. Polyamides. I don't know. I'm not allowed to look. Close cousins of the sheets that are chopped up for party decorations and makeup. If, say, a satellite launching startup were looking for a Mylar substitute in small quantities without paying for the DuPont brand name or buying at the markups of the military-industrial complex, would it just turn to any old glitter factory? Maybe. Is it still glitter if it hasn't been chopped up into a million pieces, though? Maybe not. Yeah... I'm gonna say, I don't, I don't, I don't think that, I don't think that's it. I don't yeah, I don't think, think so either. Would be, yeah. The weird screechy noises are my water bottle. If you're hearing, <laughs> I can't even make them. <laughs> uh, rocket fuel. NASA's space launch system uses aluminum powder along with ammonium perchlorate, a solid rock fuel. What this article presupposes is maybe they use glitter instead. Okay. That's about it. Yeah. So this one's interesting. Ready? Don't look. Sand. Okay. The world is running out of sand. Did okay. you know that? I think I've heard that. that there's... So the construction industry is increasingly turning to manufactured sand, hmm. very fine crushed rock, mm-hmm. as a component of concrete. Hmm. Could the sand industry be spiking M-sand with glitter in search of the natural sparkle of Key West-style quartz sand for cosmetic uses like concrete floors, walls, or countertops? Yeah, probably. I I would say, I would bet that there's a fair amount of glitter used in construction materials and concrete and stuff. Yeah, but what about just sand on beaches, like beach sand? Oh, to use for beach sand? Yeah, I, I don't know. Like I, fake beaches. I bet that's. I bet that. But that I don't think they'd be is, ashamed I don't, to say that. Yeah, and I don't think that they. That's the number one buyer of glitter. I don't think so either. I'm sure they do buy glitter, but I don't think it's the number I one. I don't think it's the number one. Um, this one's dumb because, like, it's not a secret, and I don't think they could buy enough to make it the number one supplier. Fishing bait. Okay. Glitter is certainly a component in many plastic fishing lures, but it's not a secret. Mm-hmm. And I'm there's no reason for it to be. There's literally specks of glitter and Right. Yeah. Fish. I don't know why that. So this one's a good one and what a lot, what a lot of people think. Okay. Toothpaste. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So earlier in the decade, online reviewers attested that Crest brand 3D white vivid toothpaste contained small plastic particles that were getting lodged in brushers' teeth and gums. Mm. In 2014, Procter & Gamble, which owned Crest, wrote to Snopes that the company and its peers were using limited amounts of small colored uh, po- polyethylene specks in some toothpastes essentially microbeads, which were then common in soap and body wash to give color. Mm -hmm. The ingredient was safe, P&G insisted, and to the extent it it made people like brushing their teeth, it led to healthier dental outcomes. Mm -hmm. Arguing that consumer preferences had changed, there was also a federal law passed in 2015 against microbeads. Crest eliminated microbeads from the North American toothpaste by 2016. Could glitter be providing some of that missing sparkle in toothpaste and other micro-beadless cosmetics? Procter & Gamble PR did not respond to a request for comment by press time. Yes. 
I think yeah. that one's interesting because mm-hmm. some of them have like sparkly stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's glitter and toothpaste. I'd wager. Mm-hmm. I don't believe it would be the largest because not all toothpaste has glitter. Right, and there can't be the, a ton of glitter in toothpaste. No, so I I don't know. It's good, but but yeah. But I don't know if it's great. <laughs> if they're I the mean, largest. Yeah. I feel like makeup would certainly buy more glitter than toothpaste. I would, yeah. Or nail polish would buy more glitter than toothpaste. Mm -hmm. Because we're talking about like a whole industry. If we talk about the whole nail polish industry or the whole makeup industry who, like it has to beat out makeup in like nail polish industries. Yeah. Which is all glitter. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which baffles me to think that there's an even bigger like person, like... Someone else is buying more glitter than them, and we yeah. don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It is. It's wild. Okay. Money. To make it hard to counterfeit and to give it a cool look. Okay. I, I'm... But that's not a secret. There's glitter on money. Yeah. The twan- like the money yeah, piece in the corner, the There's like they're like shimmery. Yeah. That's not a secret. You're right. Joe... Colloran at Meadowbrook Inventions, the world's leading glitter manufacturer. So I think the other person that was like, no, we don't want to talk. We don't even want to show you our glitter. Farm guy. Says, it's nothing so interesting. Small manufacturers protect client information to to protect business. It's really that simple. Okay. I mean... Yeah, but who would say, oh, you would never know. Oh, they wouldn't want you to know it was glitter. Right. Yeah. And you might not even be able to tell it was glitter. Right. There's someone out there buying buying up glitter and using it for nefarious purposes. God, this is so, it's so stupid and funny and weird, but also so just like, I need to know. Right. Who is buying all the glitter? If it's not makeup, if it's not cosmetics, who is buying all the glitter? Yeah. Who? Who? And maybe that's why it's so secretive, because, like, if it is, like, weaponry and stuff, mm-hmm. they wouldn't even want anyone to come close to finding that out. Yeah. I think it has that's to be something still, super top secret. I think that's still my number one guess, is, like, defense, where they're using very food. large amounts of glitters, yeah. glitter for something. Yeah. But, like, I, and I, yeah, food is my second guess, because I would definitely... As be not be shocked if there was lots of glitter going being put into food. Lots of plastic, yeah, yeah, in food. But I just I'm trying to think of like just the the quantities. Water was a good one. Yeah, but I don't think it would. I I think that you would notice it in water. I think yeah. I think sand is interesting. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. concrete is one. Yeah. Like cement. Yeah. Like sidewalks. Right. But I can't imagine the being that secretive. Me either. I'm like. But I mean, who knows? Yeah, maybe, maybe they it's don't a want... a cement manufacturer that lies to their clients about what is in their cement. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some people think it's like jewelry, like fake jewelry, and no one would want to know that it was like made out of like glitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't eh, think so. I don't think so either. So this is the one Reddit 
person's theory. I bet it's a company that sells ground black pepper. A matte finish on the roughly glitter-sized pieces that come out would make a cheap filler, and they just put some black pepper in it so you'd still get the spice. <laughs> uh, it's interesting. Yeah, it's a thought. It's a thought. Some of these I'm like, no, probably not, but that's a good, that's, that's an interesting a, theory, you know? interesting thought, yeah. And then something in the food industry or something you can consume. Mm-hmm. Uh, shampoo. But that's not a secret that there's glitter in women's shampoo usually, like a shimmer running through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. There's tons of sham- glitter in shampoo. Yeah, I, okay. So food makes a lot of sense. Uh, car paint. Well, yeah, that would be a lot of glitter, but like everyone knows that car yeah, paint is obvious, sparkly. You would. Th- that's not something that you wouldn't guess there was glitter in it. Boats. Boat paint. Like, if you're thinking yachts, do you think, like, a rich person would be like, yeah, this is made out of glitter? I guess not, but also, But everyone knows they sparkle. I mean, if it sparkles, you're, you're going to assume there's glitter in it. Mm-hmm. Um, a replacement for microbeads in cosmetics. Yeah. Or, like, exfoliants. Mm-hmm. Like, it exfoliates right. stuff. Right, but that's the cosmetics industry, and I feel you Yeah, would, that's true. You know. Concrete. For sidewalks and stuff, for cement. Mm-hmm. But again, it's not that secretive, but it could be, I guess, but I don't maybe know. Like, I guess I guess maybe glitter would fly under the water more in like carbonated beverages. Maybe that'd be more difficult. Nah, I don't think so. I don't think glitter's in 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 liquid in drinks. So I have another one. Okay. Which I think is interesting. Okay. Which is a pretty popular theory. Uh-huh. And then I have a Reddit user who shares a story about why they think it's this. Like a personal s- story. Okay. So this one is explosives. Okay. 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 Just hear me out here. This Reddit user says, and it's posted by Shits Kicks Bricks. All right. <laughs> I think I have a situational... I think I have situational evidence to solve the glitter conspiracy. Okay. The leading theory right now is boat paint, but that doesn't really make sense as to why it would be hidden. Boat paint to me seems like an obvious but wrong answer, as there is really no reason why that would be so hidden from the public. Yeah. I agree, shits, kicks, bricks. Um, I was looking through the thread about glitter usage and saw a comment that it's used by the government to to track explosive residue. Mm-hmm. Then it hit me. I remembered when back in middle school, my English teacher told my class about how the TSA had taken her into a room for questioning because their scanner detected explosive residue on her hands. In reality, it was just glitter because she was a teacher. But the TSA didn't believe her when she said so. She had to explain the class project she was using it for and get another teacher to vouch for her before they believed her that it wasn't explosive residue. I think that the problem here is that the glitter is the explosive residue and that the TSA purposefully looks for glitter as it is put in bombs by the government. Hmm, interesting. Interesting that she had, like, glitter all over her hands from a class project, probably just fine glitter residue, because yeah. glitter does not wash off, and uh-huh. they were like, you can't get on, what is, what's the TSA, a plane? Yeah. You can't get on a plane because you have explosive residue on your hands. Interesting. It's interesting. Interesting, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, I buy it. I buy it. Glitter, glitter, and explosives for sure. I like fighter jets or whatever I said earlier. The yeah. first one, fighter jets. I, I for sure see like glitter being used in like fighter stealth. Jets. Stealth, especially like if it's like to mess planes. with radar stuff. Like yeah. if it goes on or if it helps you go undetected, you know. Mm-hmm. If it's mm-hmm. that fine and you can't really tell. Yeah. Right. Or like explosives. Yeah, like that's interesting. Some sort of weaponry is what people think as well. Like weaponry, yeah. explosives, some kind of government thing, which that's... is like super weird that glitter would be wrapped up in some kind of government conspiracy, government like secret, I should say. Mm-hmm. But, I think but also just weird that the glitter fa- manufacturers are like, you can't see, hear, smell, look at glitter at all. Yeah. be She couldn't be in the same wing as where the room, because it's just a room where the uh-huh. glitter is made. She couldn't be in that wing, just in case she got any sense of glitter. <laughs> Isn't that insane? It is. Very strange. It's just glitter. But it's not, Carly. It's not just glitter. You don't know the half of it. Oh my gosh. Isn't you, that who wild? controls the glitter controls the universe. That's all I have. Do you have anything else about glitter? Like I'm, any more conspiracies? Any more I'm trying I'm trying to think of theories about glitter. Um Isn't that so fascinating though? That they're like just that part of the, I bet that woman got fired immediately after that article went out because that little well, she's, section she's where she's like, yeah, 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 is what like blew up all mm-hmm. over the internet. Yeah. The amount, I never, I never would have guessed there was so much secrecy wrapped up in glitter. Me either. That's weird. Which would make, I guess, make sense. Like you don't want. There's probably a lot of cosmetic places mm-hmm. who are like, we don't want anyone to even yeah. kind of know what kind of glitter we are putting yeah. in so they can't replicate this our products. This is our glitter. We want to be the only ones with this glitter. But then there's a <laughs> there's a bigger chain of whatever yeah. who buys glitter than cosmetic, than the cosmetic industry. Yeah. You'd think number one is like craft supplies or like cosmetics, mm-hmm. and it's not. Yeah, you'd think. What the heck else is, co- like, what the heck? Who would buy more glitter than, like, cosmetics? Because cosmetics is nail polish and, like, makeup. Mm-hmm. If you have theories, write <sighs> in Man. to podcast at gmail.com. Isn't that wild? It is. I'm, so, I'm, I'm, trying to I'm th- baffled. Think of what else there could be. Um... I guess jewelry or like, you know, like fine, like, like metals and stuff. They probably add glitter to things, I I guess. Like, if you, maybe more. Diamonds. <laughs> yeah. Weird, right? I know. I thought the explosive thing was kind of th- cool. Like that story was like weird. Mm-hmm. I think that's, I think that's a good guess. I think that's, I, that's my number one mm. for the time being. Okay. So explosives and or other defense. Yeah. Other 
military-industrial complex. Yeah. Well, that's all I have. Do you have anything okay. else for this week? I don't think so. Um, okay. Did you want to read a spamoscope? Yeah, you got to pull it up. My, my, my phone's over there. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting there. Just go to the first one. We got one mm-hmm. today. Yeah, I saw that. Then I gotta go because I'm real thirsty. Okay. <laughs> I'm really thirsty. I'm gonna do my super um, soon. Oh, we got um, multi-layered, <laughs> and first first name multi-layered. Their message is directives. Yeah, you're gonna have to. Multi-layered directives. Yeah. Oh, I think that it means that um, you need to uh. You know, don't don't take things just on the surface level. Um, yeah, and it's good. And you know, you gotta look, peel, look beneath the surface. Turn over rocks and stones, and uh, think of the depth of uh, circumstances. Turn over rocks and stones, like hiking exactly. in the wilderness. Mm-hmm, precisely. <laughs> Get in touch with another. Uh, level a layer of yourself and you know take the direct you know um brush up on your directional skills reading Mm -hmm, maps mm -hmm, and stuff mm -hmm. or you know be you know or make it make it your goal to uh seek out different layers of being and uh (laughs) consciousness and um whatnot be 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 aware of multiple layers and direct yourself to them yeah okay good (laughs) if if i don't have anything to add to this you don't got nothing to add no it was good all right well um i've been harry i'm still carly and this has been known unknowns get yourself a good breakfast nook (laughs) so true because it's weird out there Bye. bye